0: Hello, my name is Chris Chai, and you are listening to LaunchByte coming to you from our homes on Sunday, July 6, 2014. With me is my regular co host, Brian Lee. Hello! We here at LaunchByte talk about starting up in Singapore and share our experiences and lessons. No bullshit. LaunchByte is part of the Vulcan Network, a network dedicated to bringing you the latest lifestyle and tech news. This week, we are talking about building a team for your startup. What are the skills you need in your team? Can you outsource some of these roles? Why would having it done internally be better? All this and more, coming up on the show.
1: Hey, Brian, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Just came back for a run. And uh, the run is good, but my Mac is not so good. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. What happened? So uh, so I came back yesterday night only to realize there's a new symbol that occurs at my battery sign. And that symbol is called condition. Replace soon. Oh, man. <laughs> I've
0: seen that before. I hope not to see it for.
1: <laughs> uh, so, apparently, so I did a Google search for that. Um, a MacBook Air, a typical uh-huh. charge count, that means every time you charge, is considered one. Uh, a yeah. charge count is up to a thousand. Mm. So, mine is uh, 1,155. Been around for three years. So, it's a sign that I should change. The good nice. thing is... Uh, I have the extended Apple Care, so yeah. uh, it ends on July twenty second. So I can get a. I hope I hope I can get a fresh piece of battery,
0: <laughs> just in time. Well yeah. <laughs> How about I've you? Cool. Um, I've been good. I've been trying to get fit as well. Uh, I was going to run this morning, but it was raining really heavily, so I'm gonna run later today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, when I get back from um, meetings and stuff. So yeah, uh, this week has been. Pretty usual, I guess. Um, yesterday, I spent the day with some of the kids who are graduating from university, so that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice to see them coming out into the world being a fresh adult and wondering what to do with their lives. <laughs> yeah, it but I guess we all went through that, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess on that okay. note, today we're actually going to be talking about. Uh, how to build a team for your startup right from the start or also at different stages in your startup life. Mm -hmm. And also, what are the things that you can think about and watch out for uh, when you're hiring this team or if it's actually possible to outsource some of these roles at the start if you can't find a perfect fit for your team.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah, Brian, um, what do you think?
1: Uh, Yes, I'd like to share my experience because... uh, So how we started... uh, me and Daryl started Intrax, so there wasn't much uh, engineering capability between two of us, although mm-hmm. he's a CE uh, graduate. Mm-hmm. So we did the outsource path first. So we outsourced uh, in the Intrax first dashboard to uh, Shuryan. So she runs this company called Moko Momo Design.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that was our first very, very early stage uh, MVP where we had something to show to uh, investors uh, because that at that period of time we only have a business plan and like last week we said uh, we discussed before I had a business plan and there was no product for me to showcase. Mm. So having a very lightweight MVP allows us to you know, let investors visualize what we are actually building. So that's yeah. our first stage. And later on, uh it was also the out kind of like the outsource path where I meet you because mm. uh there is an event in school. How, how, how would you call that, the 3216 showcase?
0: Well, it's a module uh, yeah. where basically, basically. Uh, students are given project groups. And then uh, one of the options for us is that we can actually take on a project that's pitched to us by companies like yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you guys came down to talk about your idea of um, home energy monitoring, it mm-hmm. was really interesting to me. And uh, the fact that you guys had a platform as well, Um, already kind of uh, gave me the idea that, oh, you know, this is something that we could help and build upon. So you guys needed an iOS app, Mm -hmm. which was something that I've always, uh, oh, I've been doing for a while, so I kind of knew what to do. And my team was interested in picking that up as well. So yeah, that was um, basically how I met you guys. Yeah, so
1: that was like kind of like the stage two of Intrax when we had the app. And that was where the structure start coming in and there was more interest from SP services and the, uh, all the business around and that is where we also get more investment and we start uh, hiring. So yeah. so this is the Intrex Plus, we took the outsourcing route. But there are some uh, pros and cons, uh, I believe, to this. Yeah, The pros, I definitely say that uh, if you have no engineering capability, this is the best way to start.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, let's talk about outsourcing a little bit later Mm -hmm. in the show. Sure. Um, Let's start with talking about what is it that you actually need in a startup, and the general roles that um, each uh, part of the founding team needs to play. So, to start off with, right, you've always got the guy with the actual like vision and the plan for Mm -hmm. the startup, and this has to be one of your founders most likely. Mm -hmm. Why Why is this important? important?
1: oh yeah we 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 talked about this the the vision yeah yeah so
0: So, go ahead go ahead yeah we did talk about it last week right the guy Mm -hmm. with the game plan and uh the vision the main reason why this is so important to me is that with that vision and with an idea of how your game plan is you know exactly who do you need right at the start Mm -hmm. and what's the most critical role that you need to fill right Mm -hmm. yeah and generally speaking you could split the roles of uh People in a company to be sales, marketing, developers, designers, and um, operations. I suppose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so right at the start, every if you're a tech company, the most important role is probably going to be your developer, right? Yes. But that's also one of the hardest roles to fill, <laughs> like you, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, depending on your game plan, these are the things that you need to look out for and see what's your most critical. Uh, role you need to fill and whether or not it should be someone who's uh in-house or outsourced, outsourced. Yeah. yes okay so uh shall we talk about uh what a salesperson or a marketing person does in a startup
1: um yeah sure
0: okay um so i think brian you have a little bit more experience with uh marketing and sales right mm-hmm. yeah. so, so
1: i i would say that uh it also depends it on the uh, it is not that important as that, Uh, I, I would feel. Although there are many articles uh, out there that says that try to sell it first before building the product. Uh, but in actual fact, uh, our, my, my personal experience is uh, to build up the MVP and a more sol- solid product after you all came in and uh, hire our first developer and make improvement to it. Then we started selling. And that is where uh, we need to have more uh, sales people coming in and marketing people coming in. Actually, not right at Absolutely. the start, but I would say the stage where you start to have um, a bit of traction and growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a good example from what I see, uh, you, we take Carousel for example. So they started off with three men, three men team. So we have the Sury, who is kind. Of, we we did an interview with them before at Launch but He's kind mm-hmm. of like the uh, the visionary guy. Uh, We have Lucas, the developer, and of course, Marcus, the designer. So it is their product where they start to have traction among uh, all the the schools and a lot of people started using. Then they started looking for more marketing personnel. So Mm -hmm. right at the start, uh, when they first hired, they were also hiring for Android developers, iOS developers. It was to the mid-stage where they started hiring sales.
0: So for most startups, like we did talk about last week again, uh, if you guys can go back and check out the show, we said that product is usually the first uh, product development is usually the first stage of a startup. Yes. And during this time, the most important roles are very likely going to be developers and designers. Mm-hmm. And if your founders have technical ability, that's great. But uh, more often than not, um, the founders usually don't have the technical capability to execute. And um, the developer is usually the most um, important role to try and fill when, when you're, you're first hiring team. your team. Yeah. So, so when you're, when hiring, you're hiring a team, your team um, uh, how, how would, you would you go out there? How would you find people? these people? And if not, like, how would you think about uh, outsourcing and managing these things?
1: Actually, right. I would say that there are many channels that. Uh, okay, so. Let's start with the first problem. That means, look, uh, because they are at the early stage, you are looking for developers to help you. You have no engineering capability. Mm -hmm. I would say that uh, attend events. um, Like, for example, Startup Weekend Singapore. Uh, For me, I met Daryl at NOC. I Mm -hmm. met my first developer, Yu Chun. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where. Let me see. Okay. uh, (laughs) Oh, I was doing... uh, so do you remember that time? There was a period of time when I was helping Waylin with. Um, so Waylin is one of the SEO guy right now. He's doing his own startup called Lean Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he started uh, he, he created a, a list. created a, yeah a job yeah. list, list for startups to input, and that was where I found uh, Yu But um, yeah, that's that. And you can also join communities, for example, like iOS Dev Scout, where. There yeah, are a lot of iOS developers gather around. That is where I would say the events place is a good place to build network and to siphon out uh, who you think will best work with you. Because you can talk to them about your idea. If your idea is good, they might follow up. Or you can follow up with them if you believe that they are really that good. Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think right now, the market is very much in favor of developers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's up to you to really convince them that your idea is worth uh, them putting their time and their energy into. Yeah, I think you're right uh, building out your network through these events is definitely one way to go mm-hmm. uh, other ways are that you could approach friends and ask them to recommend people that they know who are in the industry mm-hmm. or who are graduating or um, have the skill set that you're looking for uh, very often most of our startups now are people who are just graduating or still in school, actually. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one way where you can really um, start to expand your network and try to get to know these people. Um, unfortunately, if you don't really know them personally, sometimes it's quite difficult to uh, judge whether or not they'll fit into your team.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you will need the probation period. But I think yeah. that... Uh, the toughest challenge of hiring developer, mm-hmm. uh, initially, I thought it was finding them. Yeah. So uh, finding them is still okay. But mm-hmm. are they suitable for your team? I think that is the hardest to judge and hardest to find out.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So I think one of the things to realize um, is that a lot of developers are currently occupied. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the two ways that I've been thinking about looking for people to join my team are one, uh, fresh graduates, graduates who are showing promise and want the experience of working in a startup But they also want to find a mentor or someone who can actually guide them and that's something that I can provide mm-hmm. Or two, uh, basically developers who has just left their startups um, Who are slightly jaded mm-hmm. uh, depending on their situation or they are looking for something new mm-hmm. And have the experience but they generally cost quite a bit more because uh, most of us are at the age where we need to support um, our loved ones mm-hmm. and uh, are thinking of starting a family. So you can't really expect them to take uh, pay that's, you know, ridiculously sort of like startup, low. Yeah. yeah, the startup standard, um, especially if they are going to uh, mm-hmm. need to like, start saving up for their family. And it's unfair, unfair to them and they have a lot of offers which give them uh, much better pay than you could possibly do. So yeah, there yeah, are these two, two kinds of people, people and, um, and convincing, convincing them is really the, the toughest part. part. i
1: I, I like to sidetrack a bit, uh, slightly yeah. a bit. So talking about startup pay, uh, yeah. let's say for iOS developers, uh, so I saw on Facebook, uh, yeah. one of our friends posted looking for iOS developer willing to pay up to 5K. Yeah. Uh, so do you think... And the guy never stated that... Uh, ne- he, he did not state that it needs to be a... Uh, can be a fresh grad but he did state that one or two years experience do you think 5k is a reasonable amount
0: for one or two years of experience sure um, I think 5k is quite a fair amount okay yeah. um, I w- because the, well the market rate for uh, developers right now as a fresh grad will be about 3.8 if I remember mm-hmm. uh, this was from sg or something okay yeah <laughs> so yeah um I guess 5k for two years of experience is fine. It's yeah. quite decent right.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so I took this I took this as a, um, as a guide, as a guide. So because there was quite a few response to the comments itself, uh, the comments was not about the pay too low or the pay too high. It was more mm-hmm. to uh, what is this job posting about and uh, which startup and I going to be helping with. Yeah. Uh, then I took exactly. this I took this as a reference, this figure as a reference. So I went over mm-hmm. back to uh, Google+. On Google, Plus, there is a group called uh, iOS Developers. So I went in and I, I, I tried to ask around. Mm-hmm. I asked around and see uh, what's the status of the pay grade now for overseas because uh, Google, Plus is a lot. None, none of us, not a lot of us use Google. Plus. I mean, uh, in Asia, I think uh, most of them are in the US. So I asked about the rates. Someone yeah. actually replied me and said that I was quite surprised. Someone actually replied me and said that uh I can get you, I can get you developers attached to you full time, but they have to work remotely from India per hour ten dollars, iOS developers, one to two year experience. I was uh, shocked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, generally outsourcing outside of the country especially is uh, something that is quite dangerous to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we will talk but about we'll the cons yeah. later. But I just yeah. want to share the rates that That is ridiculously uh, offered by the outsourcing uh, world. Like $10 per hour. So if you want that guy to be with you two months, you just multiply eight times necessary figures. Oh, then I was totally shocked. Then I went went to probe more. Uh, Eventually that guy never replied me anymore. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a scam. I don't know. Yeah, But yes, let's carry on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we talked about where to find these people, right? Yeah. uh, So... Generally, the next step would be to interview them to figure out whether or not they'll be a fit for your team mm-hmm. and also what are their goals. Yeah, so uh, Brian, one uh, m- the people that you interviewed, right? What's, what's the things thing that you think? And okay. this is, okay, let's focus on developers first. Yeah, let's, and let's talk about uh, the other roles as well after that.
1: Yes, so uh, I would say that uh, developers... Okay, so cu- my current higher, So based on my current experience, it is all referrals by friends because, okay. for example, refer- referrals from you, referrals from um friends, and because we do, uh, we don't have engineering capability. So mm-hmm. at 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 the start, so when we managed to get our first hire. So to put it basically, we focus a lot of uh team dynamics. So I would okay. say that a. Like, uh, uh, there will be two meetups. First meetup is to understand what is his core, what, he, what does he like to do. So, for example, Arvin is one of my colleagues now. Mm. So we asked him, hey, Arvin, this is what we do. Is this of your interest? Uh, our initial language, because YC, our first staff was that we are doing in Ruby, you are learning in Java. Are you able to switch? Are you okay with all this? There was no technical discussion. It was more yeah. to like. Uh, do you think our company fits you? I. Do you think that you can fit into the startup world? Because uh, any companies out there, any banks out there that are looking to hire engineers, they can pay well above what we pay you right now. Yeah. Uh, is this what you are looking at uh, for the next maybe one or two years, at yeah. the startup life? So yeah. we were looking for more team dynamics when we yeah. interview developers as to technical capability. However, mm-hmm. however, uh, at the current stage where we have a product and we have moved on uh, like we need I mean and all or oh, that is where we start to in the interview stage uh, Arvin himself because he has been with us for one and a half years he starts asking uh, he takes the lead in the interview so I may be doing the interview based on team dynamics like hey this guy not bad second round the guy come back, Alvin will give him more technical question. Like, hey, can you do this kind of system stuff and all, which I don't understand. But yes, you're asking more technical question. Yeah, uh, for sure. So the stages of interview is different depending on the stages of the startup. But this is how uh, I started. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. So,
0: so I think, think like, like the, the most, most important thing, thing is really team culture, right? Yeah. Whether uh, or not they yeah, are fit, fit for, for you. Figures, because uh, it's, it's quite, I think, think we spoke about, about this before. Um, when, when you, you want, want to bring in someone to the team, it has to bring the quality of the team up and also it needs to, uh, it needs to not disrupt your current team dynamics. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, so, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry.
1: Oh, I just wanted to say that if, if there was a tool for me to use at the start, I wouldn't mind also. Because That's sometimes, cool. a tool, for example, to assess whether the, uh, so, uh, let me take, for example, when I post on Job Street. uh uh-huh. Thirty people apply, because okay. it's just a click, one click to apply, right? Yep. But when you ask them to come down, uh, for interview, so maybe some drop off. So let's say fifteen, fifteen of them come down for interview, and you decided maybe eight of them are good, and in eight of them, that comes for the second interview, which is the more technical part, because we are looking for sysadmin. admin. Mm-hmm. All of them drop off. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: Yeah. Really? So, so. If there is a tool for me to filter out uh like for example, if you want to apply for those big internet companies, you have to write a very long SA, you have to take coding tests and all. Mm. I'm not saying that startups should implement all the same features, but maybe a simple coding test to filter out those that are not interested. At least put in commitment. Right, right. right.
2: That's
1: that's what I feel, like that's what I feel. Otherwise you'll be wasting your time also. Like they come for interview and all. That's,
0: that's true. true.
1: Yeah. That's mm. what I feel, but I may be wrong, but I never tested this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I never really thought about, about it that way because um, to so me, technical, technical ability is something, is something that can be taught oh, or yeah. can be learned. And, and if, if at, at some, some point, point uh, this is not really a critical role, role but, but it's, it's something that, that could help you offload, you off-load or ultimately not be mission, mission critical. critical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, think I think it's, it's fine, fine to pick up people who are, are not, not so experienced mm-hmm. and of course, of course like, like uh, give them a probation period if, if they, they are, are really not willing to learn and, and not, great, and not great, great right then yeah. uh, you, uh, you, you can, can, can drop, drop them, them but, but I, I don't, don't believe, believe that, that a test right at the start is a great way to filter out people because you might miss out people who are not that experienced or have not really built up their technical skill yet. But are willing, are willing to learn, to learn and, and are, are a good, good, fit, good for fit for your team. Yeah. So, I actually
1: you are right. You yeah. you you are right, and uh, yeah. I agree with that. But I believe that if the test, okay, so let's say the thirty uh, person, mm-hmm. maybe when I introduce the test, only four will take up the test, and um, if these four will take up the test, at least I know, hey, these four are really interested in this job position. Yes, they might not pass the test, but hey, mm-hmm. let's ask uh, them come in maybe they are really solid in their learning curve maybe they can pick up a language in like 3 days and all so uh, a test might help to filter out those that are not interested and save you time otherwise let's say I ask them to come in and I manage to hire one but after 15 days then you say hey you are not suitable because you are not keen to learn and all there's a lot of administrative work where you sign a paper, apply e-pass, set the CPF for that, whatever. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> then That's you realize, true. hey, they are not okay, then you have to fire them. Not fire, you have to let go of them then. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, true. True. Uh, so one way that you can do this is actually to say like, hey, you know, uh, why don't we uh, give you a test? We will, um, like, pay you as a consultant or pay you as a, uh, contractor yeah contractor so you don't yes. have to go through all the paperwork mm-hmm. and then you do this uh, task for us you help us out with this uh, when you finish it's come back to us we check out how we, you did it and you know we can kind of assess um how you fit into the technical role or how well you will do in a technical role
1: yes yes yeah. i think this is the this should be the exact way to do it yeah i absolutely,
0: absolutely. believe in that um this is likely when you've already gotten a good core team and you just need to really scale your operation
1: okay this is uh the second part of the startup life the first part is always team dynamics correct yeah
0: okay so uh how about the The other roles roles, like say the the designers or sales
1: okay so designers i have some growth no not growth hacking this two buzzwords i have some Mm -hmm. techniques to share with everyone so i'm looking for designers as well uh Mm -hmm. recently uh, I, so I try to, I aim for fresh grads because mm-hmm. they are willing to take lower pay. So I'm very straightforward with that. And mm-hmm. uh, so if you start going to tertiaries and look for uh, graduates, for example, poly uh, or, or even uh, universities, they will have this platform called Bright Minds. Um, mm-hmm. I think some of you might know. Uh, and Bright Minds is run by Job Street. Yes, actually, okay. job street or job central. Anyway, it's a it has a very lame piece of form that you feel until that you want to cry. And uh, each time, each, and uh, if you want your job listing to be um, to be shown or to be showcased to the students, uh, you have to pay. And not knowing that whether if any students will actually log into Bright Minds to check if there is any job opportunities. Right. So what I did was to look for. To look for designers, I go to design schools, I go to Polytechnic, and I go for their shows. Uh, For example, they will always have their design shows at the end of the. upon their graduation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they want to showcase that, hey, my students do this and all. So, like Mm -hmm. I told you before the show, uh, I recently visited uh, Nanyang Poly. Mm -hmm. They have a uh, graduating patch showcasing their staff uh, design. So, mm-hmm. when I go in, there was three cohort that were presenting. They were showcasing uh, product design, visual com and last one was... Uh, okay, I forget. But uh, I visited t- two, and I know... And I when I went in, I already know what kind of designer I want to find. Yeah. That means I want to look for someone with product design because we are coming out with a new product. So, I go straight to product design... Uh, I talk to some of them. Or it's also a good opportunity for you to talk to the people straight away and ask them if like, hey, are you interested? Or are you going to university? If they're going to university, then you can skip the conversation and all. I think this is a good way. It's safe costs. As for a startup, it definitely saves cost because you don't need to pay the job agencies and all. And you get to see who are the talented ones because you see their projects right away. And you get to communicate with their lecturers because they will recommend. Sometimes they will recommend, I say, uh, you walk up to the lectures and say, hey, I'm a startup company looking for this kind of person. Do you have anyone in mind? I mean, this kind of design shows is the best for designers. Mm-hmm. As for, do you want me to talk about sales? Um, now? Yes,
0: yeah, talk about sales. One. Yeah.
1: So for sales, uh, we had a discussion whether to hire fresh grad for sales or hire experienced salesperson to come in as a start. Uh, you, you would like to share on this because
0: sales are those cutthroat
1: position. It's all about commission <laughs> and all.
0: Okay, so here's the thing about sales, right? Um, generally, you want these salespeople to be able to communicate with your target customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, if you're doing an enterprise system, you want someone, or B2B system, you want someone who is already kind of known in the industry or already has the context that they can bring in. Uh, because this way, like, having a base to start off with, right, is much easier and you will see like the sales targets being hit much easier by someone who's experienced. However, this also means that they're usually, uh, they've got quite a good expectations of how much money they want to get, mm-hmm. and it could cost quite a bit. But to me, I feel like this is something that you need to, you really need to uh, pay up for, la. especially if you're early stage and you really need those sales. Uh, as for fresh grads, uh, or like people with zero experience, basically. Because honestly, you don't really need to be a graduate to be a salesperson. Agreed. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, you need a certain personality. You really need to... Agre- aggressive.
1: Uh, yeah, well,
0: yes, aggressive. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you need to know uh, what you're selling and who you're selling to. Yeah. So that's kind of what I look out for for salespeople. Uh, at the same time, I'm not really at the stage yet where I've had experience with sales. Um, my biggest experience I guess was with Kali and how they uh, looked for salespeople, and they looked for people already in the industry and who uh, um, they believed in their idea yeah.
1: yeah for those who are already in the industry they will be expecting to pay more like you mentioned yeah. uh, I read the book on the, the everything store by Amazon and uh, not by Amazon the interview the biography about the Jeff Bezos uh-huh. uh, inside The articles, they also talk about when Jeff uh, Bezos started hiring his sales team, he also pushed straight from Walmart. Yeah, (laughs) Although his developers, he got it from somewhere else like those uh, hackers place. Then he formed the initial team like what we are talking about, like the team dynamics. When it comes for sales, he goes straight to poach because he says that I want to be the Walmart of online. I want to be the online Walmart. So he just pushed straight from there.
0: Yeah, and it absolutely helps the team because it brings in all their experience, all their uh, connections, and basically uh, it adds a lot of value to the company to bring in people like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, however, I believe in startups, uh, In the startup scene, uh, this may pose two challenges. First challenge mm. is, um, as you know, this is pose one core challenge, and that's the cost. Depending mm. on how much fun you raise, so what mm. if you are a bootstrap initial? Uh, what do you think and you cannot hide and you cannot afford a uh, salesperson that is already in the industry how do you think that you will work around this
0: okay so I I think think this is is entirely um, based on what kind of company you are starting Mm -hmm. if you are starting something that's going to be enterprise facing right Mm -hmm. then it's required that you have the capital to pay for these people Mm -hmm. it's not a question of if you want to bootstrap you better have enough money to yeah, be able to pay these people, because, because your success, success depends very much on them. It's not, not your technology, it's not uh, your, your team, it's not your talent, it, it is whether, whether or not you can sell your product to the right people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if that's something that you're thinking about, and you don't have the capital to pay for someone of that level, then um, probably you might want to rethink about uh, raising funds.
1: Yeah. Mm. So for that's me... Thoughts, oh, okay. So for me... I will I believe that uh, I'm actually trying this down, uh, So don't know whether it will actually work out Okay or not So uh, I'm looking for Like a, a salesperson But I'm also looking for Those fresh grad ones Because Like I said They are They are willing to take Cheaper no, Lower allowance Uh, Because You are the founder And mm-hmm. you should know How to sell your stuff Uh, So between me and Daryl, I will assign, not assign, <laughs> I will suggest to Daryl that you give them sales training. Okay. Uh, yeah, so maybe one, one or uh, two weeks of sales training. Mm-hmm. So this, I don't know, this will not, it's just my personal suggestion that uh, mm. because you are the founder, you know your product, you know how to sell, because you've been talking to a lot of people, you should give fresh grad sales staff two weeks of sales training, then test them for two weeks.
0: Okay. Uh. Well. Okay. So. But here's the thing. Right. Yeah. You actually already do have a salesperson in Daryl. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, these fresh grads are not really someone you depend on. It's kind of someone that you're training to. Um, hey, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Offload Daryl's yeah. load. So if in that case, right? Yeah. Um. Sure. Go. Go for someone who's uh a good fit for the team and mm-hmm. someone who can pick up and learn, because uh, it's not super, super critical. critical. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay, so how about how about
0: since we are on a topic of startup, how about B two C? B two C is a very different kind of sales. It's actually more marketing. Okay. And, right? Okay. Uh, so, so this is, is something that is very very uh, subject to your personal taste, I, I feel. feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need to find the person who understands your customers the best. That's usually my criteria when I think about these. Uh. For how do you sell to customers? You need someone who really understands what the customers want and is willing to get out there and uh, do the market research, basically. Yeah. So fresh grads can do this. It's really something that is in the personality of the person, not so much their experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So for example, I'm I'm guessing because Vici's team has been growing, so those content producers in your team, content writer, they. They also have a interest in videos. Otherwise, they wouldn't be joining. There's some of them. Yeah. So if you if Vitsi will be looking for a new fresh grad, they might be looking for someone from the film and media diploma, discounting Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I, I think that's quite important, important to have that someone is passionate, passionate about your product, product as well. As well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the, the first like uh, writer that, that we, we had, had Grace mm-hmm. who from Malaysia, used to, to work for film, film festivals, festivals. Nine, that's, that's how oh, she met Tianderry. Tien and um, basically they were just telling her about what they're doing and then at some point when she uh, left the job there she contacted them again and said hey, you know, um, are you guys still looking to hire? and that's how we first got her and she really understands how to uh, market the she she basically runs Vitsy Buzz, the editorial side of things Mm -hmm. and she really understands how to um, bring out these films and uh, bring them to the audience that we want to reach yeah, yeah, and our intern, Cayenne, uh, who, who is from NTU's Wee uh, School of Communication or whatever they call it, is also, also someone who's very passionate, passionate about films, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she helps out, out with a lot, a lot of things. things. And really, she's, she's super independent, and um, I'm, I'm really impressed by, by what, she's what she's done, done so, far. so far. And, oh, and she, she definitely contributes a lot to the team, team even though she's, she's just in year one. Yeah,
1: that is that is. That also strikes a point internship mm. I think it's also very important, like yeah. uh for example, uh, interns joining with interns joining in or any other startups it's also a good opportunity to assess that intern, whether is it uh they are i mean they are dependable or uh-huh. they are uh, they have the skills that you want so for example yes. this i'm sorry, i never catch the name the lady intern is called Kayen. Uh, so for example Kayen. Three mm-hmm. years down the road, Kalyan, let's say she comes back and she asks Vitsi for a job, that there will be something for her because she has been in a team before. If the team finds that she's okay and her staff are, uh, she's responsible and all, you will take her, I, I believe. Ah. This typical yeah. standard,
0: yeah. For sure. Mm. In fact, we have no idea what we're going to do after she leaves for school again, so. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think internship is also a good uh, opportunity to, so. Maybe, uh, like, if you are in uh, moving towards traction period and you can take in some interns, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there will be a quite... Uh, it's quite a good alternative to plot for a future job position.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, though you will have to guide most interns quite a bit, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what role they are trying to fill. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, currently, like we're looking for developer like interns, and I have no idea how that's, that's going to turn out. out. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. It's something that you do need to dedicate time and resources to. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's like super cheap, I guess.
1: <laughs> no, not, not super cheap. It's still money, it's
0: still money. Complex hiring <laughs> a full developer, yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, we talked about interviewing for quite a long time. and oh, As yeah. well as uh, the different roles. Uh, so... What about outsourcing some of these roles if you cannot find a person that fits that role in your team? Okay. Uh, We've kind of shared your experience with outsourcing. Mm -hmm. And I think actually uh, you've been kind of lucky in your experiences. Uh, Not that I'm praising myself or anything, but it's actually I've heard a lot of horror stories when it comes to outsourcing uh, your ideas to a company to do for you. Lots of things where uh, the timeline is delayed, the deliverables are not what you expect, and things like that. So what do you think um, you did right, Brian?
1: Um, I did right. Uh, I was, okay, i like to give another example, but this is not for me. Uh, mm-hmm. RedMart.com, so they mm-hmm. are an online grocery store, sort of like the N-T-C. Uh, Most of us that uh, iOS developers or in the iOS space knows that their iOS app is a uh, product managed by MK, which is a freelancer.
0: Yeah. And um, so, Kumar. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know how to pronounce, but yes, he's a very, <laughs> he's a very super, like, superstar iOS developer. Yes. So, but he also charges it, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, Just putting it out there. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, so, in in this case, iOS, uh, uh being uh. I would say a company, a startup with a lot of traction. They also outsource their app, but they outsource to someone that is reputable, uh, which they they can trust. So mm-hmm. there are good examples of uh, there are good examples of outsourcing. So like for example, Redmart. Because earlier on, you were saying that you heard a lot of uh, bad bad things, right? I also yep. heard a lot of bad things, but yep. this is one of the unique case distinct case that i heard that uh outsource and produce a very good app because if you download the red app it's like spectacular yeah uh,
0: absolutely the
1: the what did i did right maybe i meet you was the right decision to go cs <laughs> 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 Uh I, I didn't know I, I i actually don't know what i did but i believe that uh when we shared our ideas and when you came and came you talked to me and uh I mean, I, I just feel that we click, right? Like, now yeah. that we are doing the launch bike show together. Uh, yeah. Actually, I don't know what the idea right. I just feel like I found a friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, okay, so I actually... So to share the story of how Vitsy started, right? Okay. Um, I wasn't actually part of the first team. Um, what Vitsy did was that they outsourced the development of the site to Replay, and that's, and that's actually how I met fun. them. And it just so happened that uh, I had Uh, interest, I had a passion for short films and making films as well so we kind of hit it off very quickly and I kind of understood what is it they were trying to accomplish and I also understood the kind of audience that they were trying to go for so that's where um, outsourcing kind of worked out for them Mm -hmm. and I feel like it was lucky for all of us involved yeah, but at the end of the day if you're going to outsource something, you can't really have the expectation that the uh, developer is going to care about what you're building. Mm. Yeah. So it's a danger that you need to think about. Uh, the flip side of that is that if you are technically competent and you know how to plan and project manage, then outsourcing is actually a variable, uh, very uh, viable path that you can take because as long as you keep on top of what the outsource company is doing and you know exactly what you want to achieve at different stages right you can really ensure that uh, it doesn't go wrong while you're outsourcing the work yeah so that's something that you want to think about if you're a founder and um, you have that capability but if you don't have the technical know-how you have no experience in managing a product or in any sense like um, specking out the requirements find someone who can yeah or mm-hmm. at least like get a mentor who is able to help you out with managing that project oh this mentor
1: series we we, we will need to do a mentor series like if is this investor suitable
0: for you <laughs> true we might piss off quite a lot of people if we do that but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah but at the end of the day if you want to outsource, it's very dangerous unless you really know what you're doing. Yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah, Although the cost really, is cheaper. Yeah. Well, yes. Or if you really don't know what you're doing, then be prepared to pay for a very experienced person, person like, like MK, MK but, uh, or mm-hmm. a studio or a development house who has experience in building a lot of apps for startups. Like, I think you pointed out an interesting one from the States earlier. Uh, oh, yeah. What's the name of it? Expa.com. Yes, ex-bar.com. Um, Things like this, where you really tap on the experience of these studios, but at the same time, you do need to fork out quite a bit, probably more than hiring a developer yourself. But at the same time, you are kind of guaranteed that you will get your MVP. And yeah. Your quality. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, kind of my thoughts on it. But it's also one way that you can meet people. Like obviously, met me, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you have interest in. It's just like initially when I meet you, you have interest in the uh, the green more home energy stuff, right? You have yeah. interest in film and media, so that's why you click the moment
0: when you meet them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so it's, it's actually, actually another, another way of, way of networking, network It's just that it costs quite a bit more than going to events. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
1: I right, like okay. to sorry. Yeah. Uh, so for any startups or uh, entrepreneurs looking to start and. Let's say you really want to go down this outsourcing path and you've been hearing that, hey, I can actually look for developers in Vietnam. Uh, I just like to share some uh, uh, numbers that you may like to take reference on. So recently, uh, I'm also thinking of outsourcing some other stuff. Uh, we we received some quotes. So on the average, um, iOS developers with one or two years experience will cost around uh, 2000 five Singapore dollars uh, that's not bringing him into Singapore but more to paying him when he is remote but he will report to work so-called report to work on skype every 10 to 7. it's just an average numbers that i, I managed to get
0: hmm. yeah. yeah okay mm-hmm. that's very low <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's different that's outsourcing it's always um, depending because you're not looking for a studio it's like an independent freelancer yeah. so yeah lower rates. And he's not MK. <laughs> ah,
0: true. Okay, so okay, yeah. uh, I guess one of the things also you need to consider is after you've gotten your MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Finding someone to take over this project and um, being able to quickly uh, iterate on it is difficult. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of, I heard, so some of the startups, they, they, outs, okay, so they took the outsourcing path initially, mm-hmm. they get traction, and they start to hire their developers. Yeah. most of the developers that I heard I think shares the same thoughts as you that means huh how come this guy write like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Then> yeah. He... <laughs> no, no matter how good you are right, uh, you
0: probably will someone who says that for sure and, because our styles are so different unless we've yeah, yeah. been working together for very long
1: correct, correct. Yeah. and they will always try to attempt to can I rewrite this whole thing
0: <laughs> yeah so that's what <laughs> Like, like, after Vincy hired two other developers, develop right, uh-huh. my first thing to them, yeah. the first thing I said to them was, like, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, please don't, please don't, kill, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that there were a lot of points where I had to cut corners and write things uh, in a way that's, like, quick and dirty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But then I did go back, I did make the effort to go back and clean up and try to uh, standardize things, uh, which is um, something that I'm actually currently doing right now with the team. Okay. So that uh, our code is uh, nicely refactored. But yeah especially if you're going to outsource it and if their style of doing things is very different from the developer that you're going to hire mm-hmm. he might not be a very happy person for the next few months
1: yeah yeah that's the one that i want to share <laughs> yeah okay that's that's about it on the
0: cons of outsourcing i believe yeah yeah okay cool um so, so I, think I think we think talked about, about uh what are the who are the kind of people that you need to hire for your first team oh first team. Mm-hmm. actually let's um go back to that again. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think think we we discussed discussed that 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 you kind of need developers, designers, uh, mm -hmm. marketing and sales, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, coming Mm -hmm. back to that and the idea of outsourcing, you don't Mm -hmm. just just have have to outsource outsource uh, developers, mm -hmm. you can actually outsource design. But by that, I mean that you do need, um, there are very few UX designers in Singapore. Suen is one of the or rather Mokomomo is one of the companies that I know that does Mm -hmm. this kind of outsourcing Uh, or rather they take in jobs like that Um, but it's something that you need to be really comfortable with doing or you need to know the people that you're outsourcing this design to very often it'll be individuals and I really suggest that you really get to know them, see their work, see whether or not they uh, suit your ideas
2: mm-hmm. or
0: whether or not they understand your ideas before you hire them uh, don't just go to some craigslist kind of thing and uh, you know ask for developers or designers because you really need to be able to click with them you really need to be able to communicate well with them because most of the time the outsource work fails because of a lack of communication or a breakdown in communication yeah yeah for sales and marketing you can't really outsource that i feel Marketing maybe, but you're gonna be paying a lot.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sales, the truth is, uh I don't trust outsourcing, but there are these so-called lead generation companies out there. They right. that you can uh you can pay them for a service. It's like says, yeah. So they help you find leads, then they throw the mm-hmm. leads back to you, but you still need to do the uh closing of sales yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do they work? That I, I I don't know, yeah, but you can pay for... Uh, you, if you type lead generations uh, on, on Google, you will return quite a lot of companies that do this. Like $500 a month, uh, oh. they will help you find, let's say they promise you, okay, 30 leads that are interested in home energy management. They will try right, to, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah, Actually, Actually I, kind I kind of, of uh, imagine lead generation to be things, to things that happen when you, you talk, talk to you your mentors or you talk to your, your investors. investors. And they have their connections, but yeah, maybe <laughs> it's an interesting <laughs> it's the First time I heard about it, so oh yeah, it sounds interesting. You may want to try. <laughs> uh, it. it's okay. It's okay. i have really kind of <laughs> figured out where my lead should be. Yeah, when I get to the station sales. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so, uh, again, again, as a summary, we, we talked about um, who mm-hmm. do you need? You kind of need sales, marketing, mm-hmm. developers, designers, uh, mm-hmm. and operations, depending on your stage. Uh, you can find them by networking at different events or through um, schools Mm -hmm. and through friends. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You should really interview these potential team members and see whether or not they fit with your team culture at first. And if you're in a later stage, you really should test them for the idea that you don't want to waste both your time, right? And finally, whether or not you can outsource them based, uh, outsource a role based on your current uh, Talent pool, I suppose, I suppose And also What, what to watch, watch out for When you do it. outsource them So, so I, thought I thought that, that was a, a pretty interesting talk there. That we had, right?
1: Yeah, yeah We had And we talked quite a, <laughs> quite a bit
0: <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I the think this is, is the, the longest show, show So far for this format. So. <laughs>
1: hey, but It's good, right? Because uh, I believe We are helping people And as we talk We learn
0: stuff about ourselves so. yeah, yeah, definitely Yeah, yeah definitely So um, yeah, yeah, I, I think, think that brings us To the end of the show Yes if, if you guys, guys have any questions that you want, want answered answer on, on the show, show, please hit us up on Facebook or um, Twitter. You, you can find us at our website, website at www.launchbyte.com. You can also find us on Twitter at LaunchBrite and on Facebook.com slash Brian, where can we find more about you? You can find me on Twitter at L-E-E-T-U-C-K-S-I-N-G and you can find me on Twitter as well at A-N-T-T-Y-C Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time
2: Bye-bye